up, everybody, and welcome into Pace the Nation. Broadcasting here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia, in the heart of Arlington County in Clarendon, right beside the Pacers running Clarendon store, overlooking Highland Street. It's episode number 94. I'm your host, Chris Farley. Alongside me are my co-hosts, of course, to my right today. It's Joanna E. Russo. Back where you belong. Back to, to my right, Joanna E. Russo. Joanna, what's up? So um, for the past couple of years on my runs, I pick up pennies whenever I see them. Mm. And I finally cash them all in. How many <laughs> How many dollars right, do you think I have? Let's, let's bring had? in our other co-host to my left. Of course, it's William E. Docs. Docs. Wait, so, so when you're running, mm-hmm. you stop, you pick up a penny, and you have a place for it. Yeah, I have a jar at home that I put them in. Uh-huh. How many years are we talking? Uh, it's been about two years. Okay, so only two years of collecting. Only two years of collecting. Um, I got a number. This is me too. This is interesting. I think after we play this guessing game, let's ask which bill collectors are calling that that made her cash this in. <laughs> uh, um, I would say eight dollars and fifty nine cents. No way! It's got to be at least twenty three dollars and twenty three cents. Eight hundred fifty nine pennies. You're I mean, an how idiot. Many, how many could you find oh, on Oh, your run? guess is 859 yeah. pennies. I yeah. thought you said $23 is, <laughs> oh, is no, uh, no, 859 not, pennies. Not, not much. I say $23.23. Is it just pennies? It's just pennies. Just pennies. So you You're would s- not pick up a dime? Uh, I, I don't actually ever see dimes. I only see pennies. Is that right? I, I, I think we both overshot it, actually. Yeah, now I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. I didn't work hard <laughs> yeah, enough. Seriously. Yeah, you don't run much, do you? Yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah, it was only $8.25. Oh, that's very close. That's really close. Yeah. If prices right rules, did I? I'll, I'll be honest. I hate prices right rules. Everybody <laughs> who says let's play prices right rules, I think that's so stupid. Just closest wins. <laughs> okay. All right. Don't come to me and say prices right rules. He's passionate. Don't want to hear it. I'm not going to argue with him. Uh, it doesn't sound like an argument. I'll win. <laughs> uh, so no, prices right rules or non prices right rules. I was pretty close. Very excited about that. Uh, Eight dollars and twenty five. Twenty five. Um. Like, and then how much did it cost? Did you put that in the machine? No. So I got um, the 50 cent rolls right. mm. that you like take to the bank with you. And mm-hmm. I sat at work yesterday and counted them all out. Oh, mm. okay. Wow. Pretty good. Did, pretty busy work day, I guess. Yeah. Man, uh, quick question as well. Boss. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I would have brought that up here. Uh, quick question. Do you look to see if any of them are wheat pennies? And if so, do you keep them? No. Oh, you're crazy. I don't even know what a wheat penny is. It's uh, I don't know what the cutoff date was, but those are the old pennies. The back was not the Lincoln Memorial. Oh, the ones that say one cent on them? Yeah. Oh, there's, there was a lot in there. Are they worth something? Yes. Worth more than a penny. Well, like probably one Actually, and a half cents. I would have bought them off of you because well, I like Well, maybe I, like I did make $23 them. then. <laughs> <laughs> Do you right. still have them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Big, big show to get to today, guys. Uh, excited today to be joined by... The best race photographer in all the land, in my opinion. Uh, he's also a podcast listener. It's Brian Knight will be joining us on today's program. Are you going to start? Are you declaring yourself a king <laughs> in all of the land? Well, his land is only Clarendon. <laughs> small no, I, sorry, Brian. So, yeah. So, no, Brian, Brian takes pictures for all our races and many other races around the area. And I think he does. And Farley decrees <laughs> that he is the greatest photographer in all of the land. Well, now bring me some mead. 
I think he's he As also I feast on these <laughs> race pictures. I also think he earned serious points by being a, a loyal listener to the program. So excited to have Brian on. So we'll talk race photography, how he does it. There is a method behind what he does. Uh, we'll also talk about the show, his favorite moments. Probably throw in some do- dog conversation. I hope so. We're going to uh, talk about the dog party, I the assume. The dog party as well. Uh, Love the run you're with was th- was this weekend. Uh, I saw some folks there. Uh, we saw Brian, who's going to be our guest today. We also saw a former guest or a few former guests of the program. We'll talk about that a little bit. Well, we're on episode 94. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's impossible to walk around this town and not run into a former guest. That's true. That's a good point. So we saw mm-hmm. a couple former guests out there. Uh, also, we had the Shake Shack run this week. Most of us did. And we'll, we'll talk about how great that was. Uh, we had some uh, props given us, given to us this week. Uh, two different people, two different parties actually gave us props about the podcast. Anytime, the, wait, the Republican and the Democratic parties no, no, both no, love no, the podcast? No, no. We found what's going to unite America. This is America. You're welcome. Uh, we, we're going to, anytime you give us praise, you know, we generally will we'll talk about that. Uh, I want to talk about uh, the sweatshirt situation that is uh, pending. Uh, I had a tire issue, and then I got another problem uh, that I, I want to address with you guys. Well, not really a problem, but something I want to discuss that Was really it a solution? irritated me this week. Uh, but first, guys, ASICS is back with snacks, and uh, we are munching on... Uh, a few items here that are on the podcast table. If you listen closely, you can hear Joanna eating peanut butter pretzels. Yeah, that's oh, the, they're my favorite. That's thing. one of the that's one of the best items that Greg gave us. But thank you to Greg and Asics uh, for the snacks. I will I will say that uh, we don't have our headphones yet. Right. Uh, I talked to Steve in the pre production meeting. Uh, it was just just me and him talking about how we're going to set up the studio a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. and we talked about how we're going to get the headphones set up here. Because uh, I can't wait for you guys to that, so that you're a little bit more aware of the noises in the background. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, although I don't think it will help because the first ninety episodes you guys had headphones on and, and still <laughs> uh, left phones I on the table. You, don't, you and, don't need to. I don't think you need to highlight it uh, because I don't think we. I don't hear it if I'm listening back to, to audio to files like myself. Okay, uh, right, and Kevin King and well, Kevin King. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so thank you to ASICS for the snacks uh, and really have enjoyed those uh, through all of 2016 and today. Uh, we look forward to uh, continuing that great relationship. Um, I lo- I, what do you think the motivation was today for the birthday cookies? Um, was it Greg's birthday? Did we miss his birthday? We, Greg, happy birthday. Yeah, happy, I didn't miss it. Birth- I just <laughs> wished him happy birthday. Happy birthday to Greg. And then thanks again to ASICS. The, what are the birthday icing choc- chips ahoy? What yeah. are they? Yeah, yeah they, that's exactly what they were. We've uh, had those before. Yeah, I I, I like uh, I, I like them in moderation. Uh, but yeah, so thanks to thanks for the. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I just you know you you put a whole sleeve of cookies in front of somebody, and mm-hmm. you, before you know it, you might eat them. So I'm glad they're all all the way on the other side of the room. Um, I mentioned love the run you're with, Joanna. How'd the race go for you? Um, that hill gets me every time. Yeah, there is a <laughs> there is a big hill that you go up and then you come back down it. Uh, um, and luckily the um, finish line was moved back yep. a little bit, so there's a mm-hmm. longer straightaway. And for that whole straightaway, I had Charlie Band shouting encouragement at me. Oh, nice. Oh, that must have helped. Yeah, he reminded me not to stop at TJ Maxx to shop, but to keep going to the finish line. Oh, he's just <laughs> throwing clowning <laughs> remarks at you. Wow. That's always encouraging. 
Um, Charlie's humor, again, we've we've chronicled on. We the highlighted show, is uh, not for everybody, but I think that was. But it's well not for every run. Yeah. yeah, it's not for every. <laughs> it's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. But that's that wasn't one of his better jokes. But um, uh, I saw Charlie out there. He was I thought going to run the race, but ended up uh, doing some long run and didn't didn't join join the. I uh, think he was talking about it. it. It had something to do with spikes. Like he he had he didn't want to carry his spikes on his run over there or something like that. He wears spikes for road races. I I, I uh, kind of right. like half listened. Well, I, and I mentioned earlier that, uh, at the start of the show here that I saw a few former guests. Um, do you guys want to venture a guess? Okay, we'll take turns. I'm guessing Charlie Bam. <laughs> uh, that's good. Yeah, that's. I did see Charlie eventually. Mm-hmm. Okay, remember. and then um, Kieran. There you go. That was the one I was. Kieran, Zyra. And, and Kiva. And Kiva were all there. And it was just Kiva's birthday. Was it? Oh, that's yeah. what the cookies are for. Maybe that's what they. Were. Yeah, she's she's one. Yeah, because she, remember she was born just before the trials last year. That's right. Yeah, I mean, the difference between so I had James out there too, and the difference between a uh, uh, six months or they're, they're probably seven months difference is pretty significant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And James looks like uh, not. I mean, he, Kiva looks like a real person <laughs> <laughs> compared to James for sure. Yeah. I, mean, like I love your grasp walking, on, talking, on everything. Like, look like she could stand up. Some people wonder if, uh, like, how do you keep the show fresh for yeah. for ninety four episodes? Because we just let Farley talk. <laughs> it's, just, it's real. It's I just, mean, she looked amazing. Like a real person. Every like, every layer of your brain that we peel back <laughs> is just so fascinating. But it was it was great to, great to see them. Um, good to see that uh, they're they're doing well, and uh, I think. Uh, Kieran won won the race. He too, did, yeah. Right? So, uh, congratulations. In what he considered very cold conditions. Cold conditions and the slow time for him. I bet because he doesn't wear shirts. <laughs> That's right. Good, good callback. Uh, thank you. I listened. Um, and another guy who ran the love the run you're with. Oh, um, Alan from Shake Shack. Did he? Okay. <laughs> All right, may, may, maybe he did. So maybe there was many guests out there. No, I. It was uh, Brian Knight. Oh, right. Yeah. It was his first Wait a minute. race. Wait yeah. a minute. We yeah. actually, uh, Space Time Continuum included, have not interviewed him yet, so he hasn't been a guest on the show yet. Right. Exactly. Well, so I that doesn't count. Guest, but Brian usually is not running the races because he's taking pictures at our races. Mm-hmm. Uh, but love the run you're with. He decided to go out and run the 5K. Did a great job. And still took pictures. And took pictures on course. So... Uh, we're going to ask him about that, taking pictures at uh, many of the Pacers running road races, and of course, all about dogs. And he's going to join us next here on Pacer Nation. All right, welcome back to Pacer Nation. And now, guys, excited to be joined by... Race photographer, he's the proprietor and owner of Swim, Bike, Run Photography. It's Brian Knight. Brian, how are you, man? I'm good. Thanks Thank, for having me on. Yeah, thanks. For, I really appreciate you joining us. I know that you, uh, we were just talking about your commute in, so you drive a long distance to be here, so we really appreciate it. You are a race photographer, a dog enthusiast, and <laughs> maybe most importantly, a, a podcast listener as well. That always gets us in the good grace. That's where I wanted to kind of start. That's a triple threat, Farley. It is. It is. Yeah. Dog enthusiast, into running, 
And of course, uh, well, let's not get into, into our podcast. podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, well, first of all, how'd you how'd you get into the to, to the podcast? Well, I've been the photographer for Pacers events for. I don't know, 10 years now Mm -hmm. going on 10 years. So when you guys started the podcast, I'm like, all right, let's listen. And you know, or or do you listen to a variety of podcasts? Is that some, some way you pass the time when you drive that? I do. Since I, since I'm always in the car driving around, I, I've got, I don't know, 20 different podcasts that I'm listening to at any one time. Um, and but you guys all are, at the same time, all at the same time. I just put them on you know, like a lot of noise two x speed. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Well, I'm sure like cram I mean, all in. ours is the favorite. We don't even need to ask that question. Mm-hmm. Um, what what kind of give me some of your favorite? Mo- I'm putting you on the spot here. Give me some of your favorite moments of uh, Pace Nation. Wow. You know, I, I think I covered it the other day when you were asking about our favorites. In, in the <laughs> tweets. He asks this question a lot. Well, you guys follow, a, you know, the, the standard format where you say something and then Joanna rolls your eyes and, you know, Doc has to correct things. Yep. And, you know, then you start talking about dogs. You mess with the space time continuum. Um, you might throw in some other sports. <laughs> this and, this is, and eventually you get to running. He's a loyal and love this. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, exactly. The, the calling it a running podcast is probably one of the uh loosest statements we've made <laughs> yeah well uh no we appreciate you uh listening to the show appreciate you coming out to the, the shake shack uh happy hour the other night uh we're going to talk about that later in the program but how long did it take you to get back to home from the shake shack happy so hour? i live out in the shenandoah valley just outside of front royal virginia wow. so if you're anybody who's ever driving out of the city it says you know washington dc or front royal and i'm at front royal which is basically the end of 66 the other end of the rainbow yes yeah. indeed and uh so yeah it's about you know you get on to you get on to 66 you, you cross over the river and it says you know take your next turn in 60 miles <laughs> <laughs> and you grew up in northern virginia why did you decide to move out there you know, I'd, I'd been living in uh, in basically Burke and West Springfield mm-hmm. my entire life. And so, and Joanna. I love the West Springfield. Joanna, yeah. good news, bad news. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I grew up in Northern Virginia. Yep. Uh, Went to high school in Northern Virginia. Uh, yep. Uh, I don't know anything about running. Oh, very good. Very, very good. good. <laughs> very good news. Yeah. That's not going to stop me from asking you 30 questions. <laughs> but you decided. Uh, yeah, I, I needed. For me, I needed the space. And I, I, I found a place. I found, you know, somebody's summer home. Yeah. Weekend, you know, log cabin. And uh, and with some uh, some space and some acres and waterfront, you know, you know, mountain views. And, and decided it was time to. Uh, get out of the city well you can follow him uh both outdoor type and swim bike run uh, both good instagram follows and you can see i mean where he lives is beautiful and you take a number of pictures from where you live and it is an outdoor type right is that's uh instagram, instagram is outdoor type 75 yeah outdoor type 75 so yep. follow him on instagram if you want to be jealous of someone who's got space and beautiful property and just well I sometimes we just like to get away yeah when you know you're looking at your phone and so you know follow him if you just want to like wistfully <laughs> yes. dream for five seconds and 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 pretend like that's your life yeah ex- ex- exactly there you, there you go no you you uh You've got uh, a dog. Uh, we talked to. I mean, we mentioned that a dog's a big part of. What's of, your dog's name? Of this show, and uh, uh, dogs are a big part of this show. Give and, your dog a shout out. Yeah. So it's Sophie. Okay. S O F I. It's I got her from Lost Dog, and it's it's Pacer's fault that I have the dog because. 
if you guys were doing the Lost Dog 5Ks yeah. for a number of years, and they would bring out the puppies oh. to the race, and they would let me get into the puppy pen, and I'd have eight or nine puppies crawling all over me. That's w- the dream. Taking oh, my yeah. camera, and just and so I, there was one, and there was uh, I guess it was it might have been the, an Olympics year because they named them after a bunch of runners. Yeah, and so I'd fallen in love with this one little puppy with these blue eyes, and her name was. Uh, Carmelita Jeter. (laughs) (laughs) And I went to the adoption event to try and get her and she had just been taken. So I I waited, I waited. And uh, then all of a sudden I I hear from, uh, from Lisa, Lisa Reeves. And she's like, Brian, you have to meet Sophie. And because she had, she had seen her and uh, I did. And she was the the rest is history. So it ended up working out. Um, Sophie, we've seen Sophie, uh, She's she's a big part of your Instagram, and uh, I think I've seen her at some. She used to come to the races, races when I first yeah. had her, and didn't yeah. quite know what to do with her. Right, yeah, <laughs> right. You know, um, Kayla definitely took care of her a couple yeah. times at some of the races. So she was at the Veterans Day, and I think she was at one of the Jingle All the Way races. And we have talked about. Uh, well, we we have invited ourselves out to. Yes. Um, I'm putting you on the spot here. We've invited ourselves <laughs> out there to the Shenandoah Valley. Um, Listeners who have dogs. I mean, I threw that out there. Maybe, maybe we should limit it to just, you know, London, Luigi, and Sophie. You first. can't go back, and then you can't go back, and then see how it works out. Maybe, maybe we can do that. Well, yeah. we'll start. But definitely there. want to have you guys out. Yeah, start there. We'll have a little mini mini dog meetup. Yeah, no, out there, no, no doubt. Uh, London would love all the space for sure, as I'm sure Luigi would as well. How do you feel about taking care of London for the next eight years? Because <laughs> I feel like as soon as you take her off the leash, that's it. Well, and I'm a little worried about that. We don't have any fences out, out where I live. There's the river, so I don't know how London likes the water. Oh, loves it. Okay. Yeah. Well, she might swim away. <laughs> yeah. can, can I say that London does the funniest thing at the dog park? Uh, you know the community bowl of water? Yeah. Uh, somebody will fill that up and London will run over there and take both front paws and smack it until it's empty. <laughs> dig, like, dig it in well, the she, it's, it's, She's kind of like, nobody's drinking today. You know, it's <laughs> right. just the funniest thing. It is. And like, then somebody be like, all right, I'll fill it up for my dog again. I've seen her do it like three times in a row. It's hilarious. And Farley's off like texting or yeah. something. He has no idea that it well, happened. my hood on and I'm With being the hood antisocial. On, yeah, being antisocial. Yeah, yeah, we've covered that. Yeah, that is that is funny. I'm not sure. She, she usually gets all the water out of the bowl. I'm not sure she'd get all the water out of the stream by her house. <laughs> <laughs> she would the try. River, yeah. Yeah. She would be occupied for a long <laughs> she, time. She'd yeah. be trying. All right. Well, Brian, yeah. we got you on the program to talk about race photography. I mean, it is a... Uh, uh, a big part of, of what we do with Pacers running and Pacers events is have these free fo- photos after each one of our races for all the participants to download. How did you get in? Were you always interested in photography? Were you a photographer in high school and college and all that stuff? No, I had I, I never used. I've really, I've never been in a, I've never been in a dark room. I've only been done digital photography, hmm. and uh, I spent about five years producing races with uh, ex2 adventures they produce off-road races in the area it was about five years into that when i started hanging out with the photographer of 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 the ex2 races Mm -hmm. and realized that "Eh, this looks more fun than actually hauling you know coolers (laughs) full of stuff (laughs) (laughs) putting out cones and cones and (laughs) bin gear and gear bins and all that kind of stuff so um i started hanging out with the guy and uh his name was Will Ramos and he taught me basically I spent two years working with him and he gave me essentially a master's degree apprenticeship in 
outdoor, you know, adventure sport photography. Mm -hmm. So we were doing a lot of adventure racing at the time. Um, and, uh, and then doing all the off-road races. And one day, um, he decided he didn't want to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. So I started doing it myself. I picked up his clients and started going and doing the races myself. And then another day I got a call from a friend who was trying to, he couldn't do an event and uh, it turned out to be the Fairfax store opening. Yep. And so I came and did it. That's right. So that we, we opened that store so that about nine, it. 10 years ago. Yeah. Yep. And wow. Then, that's right. You did our, you did our grand opening for our, our Fairfax store. I always wondered which came first, the photography or um, the running photography, because I was wondering why you didn't have a name like Night Exposure, <laughs> you know? You know, I, I tried, I originally tried to do, uh, it's a it's a good good question because I tried, I tried doing, I had Brian Knight Photography, Brian mm-hmm. W. Knight Photography, mm-hmm. and, and that was working okay, but... I did a portfolio review with uh, with a woman who was like, I, and I had organized my photos with here are pre-race pictures, here are the swimming pictures, here are the biking pictures, and here are the running pictures. And she goes, you should try and get swim, bike, run photography. And mm-hmm. I was like, yes, I should. And, and it was available. And so I got it. I got the domain and that, that became the the company. Um, you know, I, I, I dabbled with wedding photography. I dabbled with, you know, landscape photography. But it was really I had this this passion for going to the events and trying to capture that athletic you know moment and tell stories that way. Do you ever take pictures of other events like other sporting events? So we we do, and and I say we because I've got several other photographers that that uh, work for me now. Um, but it's it's primarily we're doing the running races through Pacers. We do a few other running races. Right. We do. We have been doing up until this year the ex2 races and they do trail runs primarily but they also do mountain bike races they do off-road triathlons i've been the photographer for the nation's triathlon a few times and um so yeah those are the, the main events that we do for sporting wise but i've never done track and field i've never done um you know i don't do anything with balls right right, right. <laughs> no no ball sports right. no pucks I, I don't know anything about those 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 sports um so i stick to mostly the the endurance type events it's uh, the website is swim bike run photo. You can go on there and you can see you know all the Pacers running events, uh, EX2 Adventures Nation Triathlon. You did some Ragnar relay uh, photogra- uh, photography as well. Uh, so yeah, a lot of a lot of running stuff. What makes a good like running shot? Like how do you? Because I you know I've messed around with running pictures on my iPhone or. You know, a point and shoot. I camera. think that's right there. <laughs> the, no, but I've had a point you, and shoot camera too, and they're hard to take. They really are. So you have to take a lot of pictures. Okay. You have to take a lot of pictures, and you have to do a lot of editing mm-hmm. because even even if you take the best photo in the world, but you have ten you know less good photos surrounding it, they're all it waters down the quality for the entire thing. So you've got to go through, and you just have to look for the you know the type of picture that you're you know the good body movements make sure that the body isn't doing weird things when mm-hmm. it strikes the ground. So mm-hmm. you don't want, don't want that forefront forefoot, you know, hitting the grounds. Cause even the most athletic person in the world has oh, really bad. bad pictures. Right. No right. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, even elite super elite runners and triathletes, I, I've caught some really bad, you know, shots and I just, I don't want to post those. So right. it's all about, it's all about the editing and the sorting. So, and I assume you have a couple different cameras or is it different lenses? What, I mean, what, 
Yeah, like, so what I've got equipment do you I've have? got two main camera bodies. Okay. And uh, each each one of those takes like 14 frames per second. Okay. So I end up taking a lot of pictures. What would my iPhone take per second? Like uh, you know, it could it could probably take a few if you hold it down on okay. the, the the burst mode. Okay. It'll take a, it'll take a few pictures. Well, Why I mean, just you for, keep just, asking just for photography just for, questions about your iPhone? Just for context, you know, I want to know. So I, I did. I, I took a, pic, a couple pictures with my iPhone. Well, we the talked about before. Day, yeah, right? we talked about that on the on the intro that you did. You were out there. Taking I couldn't. Pictures. I couldn't help myself. What <laughs> yeah. What's your um, brand of choice? Like Nikon, Canon. So I shoot Canon, okay. and mm-hmm. and it's it's Nikon makes amazing cameras too. But once you start committing to the certain you know you start investing in mm-hmm. lenses that cost thousands of dollars you're not going to switch brands too often it's it would take a lot to reinvest in in all my gear so i shoot i shoot canon um and it is i carry different lenses um i have some telephoto lenses like you'll see like the big white lenses that i'm you know hauling around sometimes like how, how big i mean are they uh, a foot well, I mean, they're two feet. Like, how big are these lenses? <laughs> it's like catching a fish, Farley. <laughs> <laughs> it was this big, yeah, which yeah. is really great for podcasting. Right, right, right. Um, no, a couple. Uh, yeah, the three hundred millimeter lens that I like to shoot with is is a, I don't know. It's about six pounds and about a you know foot and a half wow. long, maybe. All right, so a foot and a half. And again, I'm just trying to get some context here, guys. Okay. You know, I shoot with my my iPhone. Um, how many iPhones stacked together <laughs> would that be in size? Probably about twenty, but so is that the biggest lens you ha- you have? Or the three hundred is, is the biggest one that I have, but I have uh, rented before the the Canon four hundred millimeter mm-hmm. lens, which is basically like carrying around a rocket launcher. <laughs> it's it's a big lens, and uh, it's it's a beautiful lens, but it costs like sixteen thousand dollars. Oh my gosh, um, Jesus, that's a lot of pennies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how so if you're hauling around your gear at because you take uh, pictures at a few different spots, how heavy is your gear? So each of the cameras weighs between, I don't know, um, a couple of pounds for the body, four to five pounds for the lenses. So you're, you're hauling around 20 to 30 pounds because you're, you're carrying extra lenses too, uh, because, you know, I've got wide lenses and, and longer lenses for the, to get those really, you know, tight shot, close up shots. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you're probably carrying around 20 pounds, you know, in a backpack. When you're watching the race as a photographer, are there certain things that you look for in the in the runners to take pictures of? Like if somebody if somebody's like clearly coming mm-hmm. at you, like posing, you take a picture of them, or are there, are there like <laughs> people that you or things that you look for in runners when you take pictures? Yeah, it it depends on on you know who the client is and what the client wants. But a lot of times you're trying to represent to. You know, there, there's two types of things that I'm trying to do. One, I'm trying to take as many pictures of, of as many racers as possible. But sometimes I've got to go, all right, I'm trying to find someone who is, you know, smiling and having a good time so that when we, you know, mm-hmm. when you guys use your pictures and your marketing shots, mm-hmm. you want to be able to, you know, trick people into thinking <laughs> that running is fun. Trick is a good word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, but yeah. Go on your with Hill. This is just fu- really just fun. It's not, <laughs> it's not a grueling uphill at all. No. Yeah. Four courts. Easy. <laughs> yeah, easy right? up the, back up that hill. Right. Right. <laughs> no, but it's so if, if four courts is a good example of, right. you know, if someone is wearing, you know, their leprechaun outfit or, you know, green shamrock socks and someone else is just wearing like you know a regular t-shirt i'm going to go for the person who's wearing the the green outfit yeah if it's the valentine day race then i'm going to go with somebody wearing hearts and you know what if you have a leprechaun running in the valentine's day race well that would be weird i know <laughs> hey so you take you know there are monkeys in that race there are there are so it is we i know it is i found it's, out it's a fair question um but so you take 
thousands and thousands of pictures. So for let's let's use uh, four courts for example. How many thousands of pictures have you taken? There? Well, how many people in the race, Farley? Okay, uh, good. I like the context there. About mm-hmm. fifteen hundred racers. And how many of them have iPhones? <laughs> it took nine more and more. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah, I probably will take eight to ten thousand pictures wow. on average at a race. So, how long does it take you to go through all those pictures before they're posted? It de- it depends on how focused I am after the race. <laughs> yeah, you're and up early. I, I can't imagine your focus at all. Uh, uh, I know Lisa and Kathy want these pictures fast. Right, and as you know, a lot of times, so I get up at you know, in order to get to the race, since I live out in the valley, I've yeah. got to get up at you know four o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. leave the house by five, get there by you know, six or seven, start shooting pre-race stuff, uh, shoot the race, f- go home. Now my dog's been waiting for <laughs> for eight hours. And so she wants to go for, you know, oh, for a walk or, or play catch for a couple of hours. Yeah. And, you know, somewhere in there, there's going to be a nap. And then I've got to really focus. Um, if I'm really focused, I can sort three to 5,000 pictures an hour. Wow. That's and how slow if you're not focused? Like a thousand. Oh, wow. <laughs> Still pretty good. Five hundred. Still pretty good. Yeah, but if you if you're doing you know ten thousand pictures at a thousand yeah. an hour, that's a lot. That's of, a lot of hours. Yeah, okay. and I have to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so you gave us a couple tips uh, on how to get captured. Uh, any other any other thoughts? Any other ideas? How like if if I'm doing a race, what would be my strategy so, so that I could get the most pictures taken? You have to be camera aware. You've got to look mm-hmm. for where the photographer is. Mm-hmm. At most of the Pacers races, I'm somewhere near the finish line. I might be ahead of the finish line, especially after the the front runners have you have crossed the line. You know, broken the tape. I don't necessarily want you a picture of you taking a selfie as you cross the finish line, right? Or you know, looking at your watch as you stop your watch. That's, yeah. I, I don't like taking this right. picture. So I'll get a little bit ahead and catch you just before you get into that. All right, I'm trying to slow down my, okay. my, my race. When, when people have that joyous look on their face when they see the finish line. Nice. <laughs> right. Um, sometimes people will speed up when they see me, which is nice. You know, I've, I've had lots of times people who are walking, they're like, don't take my picture while I'm walking. And I'm like, okay, well, then you better run because I'm taking your picture one way or the other. Yeah. Um, no, so yeah, look for the photographer. If you know the photographer's name, shout out their name because I'm Ooh, gonna, yeah. it's just going to get my attention. Um, if it's a, you know, if it's a St. Patrick's Day race, wear something green. Mm-hmm. If it's a, you know, July Fourth race, wear something patriotic. It's you know Veterans Day race where where you know bring a flag. Yeah, and uh, those are the type of things that we're looking for. Or if it's a Pacers race, wear something with Pacers on it. Yeah, good no. call. Oh, I like that idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then what about like? There's a pack of, of 30 people. Is it like if, if somebody maybe gets away from the pack or steps out or if they see you, they, they sprint ahead of the pack? It, it, that, I mean, that, that can definitely work. One thing you don't want to do is be stuck behind somebody, mm-hmm. right? Because if you're too close behind somebody, then I may not be able to get you in time before you pass me, right. especially if I'm shooting with a long lens, which is a more tight shot. These are also good tips if you don't want to get photographed. <laughs> right. I mean, you can apply this knowledge however you want. Just reverse everything. So, somebody say. like me is, is uh, <laughs> right, right. taking the notes and writing them <laughs> right to left. Yeah. Although we have, we've gotten your picture before. <laughs> I know. <somehow>. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, is it, uh, so a lot of these photos end up with, you know, on people's Facebook as their profile pictures and all over the place because they are free to download from the Pacers running events. Is that still a thrill to you to see all these people's pictures, uh, you know, out there and your work out there? My goal is to have pictures. 
Is, I mean, is, I'd be, for me, absolutely, I'd just be the yeah. awesome. I mean, now my goal is I want everybody's face, you know, Facebook profile picture to be a picture that I took of them. Nice. I love it. That that would be my 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 selfish goal. Well, sure. and I don't have Facebook, but my picture on the podcast is a, a Brian Knight picture yeah. of Luigi and I. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that was that was a, f- that was a fun morning. Picture. That was before the finishers came across at Veterans Day a couple years ago. Yeah, and a lot of the shots, a lot of the times when we at, were asked for uh, media requests, we send out the picture of us at uh, the Crystal City mm. 5K Fridays, Arlington Now, or the uh, when Running Insight uh, interviewed us. Yeah, so we send that. So we appreciate. I don't know if we better credit it, Brian. I, I hope we did. I think sometimes yeah. I see this one background photo. Yeah, yeah. So you were showing me the other night one of probably your favorite pictures that you've taken at the Nation's Triathlon. Tell us about this photo. So I'm showing it to Joanna right now. Okay. We'll send out a link or something. Yeah, but yeah it's definitely. Really great photo. Th- this photo, the first year that I shot the Nation's Try, they put me in the boat and I was sitting next to one of the Washington Post photographers mm-hmm. and we're, you know, we're side by side. We have the exact same gear. And then all of a sudden he pulls out this little 90 degree angle view thing that allowed him to drop his camera and, and hold it parallel to the oh, water. Wow. That's and a so, competitive advantage there so for the, that guy. The next morning, you know, I, I took some I took some fun shots. I took mm-hmm. a, a shot that I was kind of proud of, and then the next morning I see the Washington Post picture. I'm like, "Whoa, this picture is really good." Mm-hmm. And uh, so, and it was his, and it was his picture, okay, right? Because he had this special thing that allowed him mm-hmm. to get the get the shot. And then so the next year, I had that piece of equipment. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he did. And <laughs> and and I held the camera over the side, and the and the light was just coming up over the uh, Memorial Bridge, and it's hitting the water, and the swimmers are right in front of the Lincoln Memorial. And, and, and I got, I got the shot that I wanted. And, uh, so that shot went into, it won a couple of awards and, um, it's, it's definitely my favorite. It's the, the cover picture on our website. Yeah. It's awesome. It, yeah, it is. Uh, it's, it's called Dawn's early light. Uh, and we will tweet out a, a, a copy of that, a picture of that at pace the nation. Yeah. It said, how many of our listeners do you think will set that to their Facebook profile? <laughs> <laughs> dozens and dozens. It's and still hundreds. available for sale. If you want one, <laughs> there you go. That's, that's, that's a better idea. Uh, yeah. A few awards. So you're, you're in boats taking pictures. I mean, usually at race pacers running races, you're on foot, but any other crazy like stories of places that you've taken pictures from? Yeah, I mean, so for Nations Try, you're in, you're in a you know boat. Sometimes you have to get on the back of a motorcycle, mm-hmm. so you're zooming around DC or or Philadelphia on the back of you know these little you know scooters, su- sco- yeah, really yeah. fast motorcycles, yeah. or a big Harley Davidson motorcycle. Right. You know, just trying to you know you're holding the camera up off over your head and behind you, and just wow. trying to get you know shots of the the cyclists and the runners. Um, I've had been driven out by by jet ski when I was shooting some adventure <laughs> races. Uh, one morning, I, I got woken up and said, "Brian, grab your gear," and uh, they put me in a helicopter wow. and I to shoot from a helicopter out in Utah uh, with the Primal Quest adventure race. Wow! Um, so I've, I've yeah, I've, that was a that was a nice scary. Was it? I was on a helicopter this past year. It wasn't as scary as I thought. Was, how about for you? Scary? Not scary? Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, it wasn't like hanging outside the door or anything. It was right, just right. you know, sit in the front seat and take pictures through the yeah. you know plexiglass. Not so not I, harrowing. Okay. No, gotcha. I've, I've I've been able to shoot from helicopters a few times, and it's it's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Longest day out on a. Uh, out at a race have you done marathons or relay the, races the longest or? days were when we were shooting adventure races okay and so you know adventure race if, if you're not familiar with it it's it's a team of you know three or four people racing for you know 12 to 24 to 48 hours mm-hmm. uh, sometimes even longer than that and so there was one time out in west virginia where we were just 
you know, it was day two and a half and we're tied to this face of a, of a rock at this, you know, climbing place and just wow. the sun is beating down on you and you're just like, this is awesome, but also I want to go home. Right. Because <laughs> um, right. there's a lot of waiting for that type of stuff. Uh, no, That's why I like no the question. 5Ks, the four no milers, question. you know, we like fast time. Pace. I mean, I, I love marathons, but yeah, sometimes I don't love timing marathons because it's an all day affair. Uh, maybe I should edit that out. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want to hate on our marathon, but it is forever. So also, guys, we got to let the audience know that not only did ASICs bring snacks here today, uh, Brian brought us chocolate chip cookies. And no offense, Greg, but these are <laughs> unbelievable. So you obviously... So you, these are homemade, you, you right? Bake these are cookies. homemade. I baked some cookies yeah, last night. On the side as well. Wow. All the guests are supposed to bring snacks. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yep. He is a real listener. That he totally is. So uh, is there any... There was, there was, they were really good. Any sort of special ingredients in there? Just a bunch of sugar. You no, know, I'm not sure I'm ready to uh, to share <laughs> my secrets. There is something in there, there right? I felt, like there, I felt like there was something in there. It's love. That, yes, it's, it's love. It's love. Um, no, but we really appreciate the, the snacks. Always appreciate the snacks. And yeah, for any future guests, definitely, definitely that gets you in uh, good graces with the hosts. Uh, you also ran Love the Run You're With. I did. Last Sunday. How'd that go, man? I finished. You finished? <laughs> no, and you what? you went out there with a goal to run kind of even splits. It looked like you did well, right? I didn't even know to run even splits until you guys were like, hey, you better run even splits. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, but, it, uh, but it did go but, well. But, it, but it, yeah, it worked out. You know, I've done I've done some adventure races myself. I've done yeah. some, some mountain bike races. And whenever I did those, my goals were to finish, don't finish last, and don't throw up. <laughs> and... And this time I meet, met all those goals. All those goals. Man. I don't always nice. meet those goals, That's especially fantastic. when I'm doing the mountain bike races. Um, so yeah, so it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. I'm, yeah, I'm no. not, a, I'm not a runner. No, you, you did know? great, man. I'm not a runner. And so. you, you couldn't help yourself. You took pictures, took pictures all, during along the race the way. as well. Yep. Yeah. Well, I was so far back and I knew that I wasn't going to win. So, right. <laughs> right, right. and, and you know this because the runners are, you know, passing you on the other direction. Yeah. And so I, you know, I, I, grabbed my phone and pulled it out of my pocket and, and took a couple of pictures. Yeah, it was good. It was great. Uh, and then last Tuesday we had our, our, uh, Pace Nation happy hour. And for those of you who didn't go, um, you guys <laughs> missed out. Um, and we'll talk about that in the, in, in a little bit here, but great time out there. Um, Brian was hanging out along with, uh, a few other, other people. So, um, Really appreciate you coming out to the happy hour, even though you had the hour and a half to drive back. I, I, know s- I still think we should make that movie. Yes, I know. I, I know we so, have a lot yeah, of plans. I wanted to plug that. Yeah. Um, actually, Charlie, Brian, and I are going to have a, a buddy comedy. Yeah. It's, what, three editors and a baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, because Brian does the photo editing, Charlie does the word editing, and yeah. I do the sound editing. And yeah, uh, and we're gonna actually decided that we're gonna take James right. as the baby for this, and we're just gonna keep him for the first sixteen years of his <laughs> life because we think he'll be better off in our hands. It's a great idea. Um, no, you, no need for redshirted freshmen. We, no, yeah, oh, no, yeah. Yeah. And and we are uh, soliciting for funding. Uh, we're looking for producers. Farley's already signed on as a producer. We explained uh, yeah. to him all we need is for him to give him money, and there's no other responsibility. <laughs> right. and he's like, I could do that. Yeah, and and I'll supply the kid as well. I haven't talked to Julie yet, but I'm sure it'll be fine. Look, you want. Like all parents, you want what's best for your kid, and what's best for your kid is for us to raise him, okay? No doubt. doubt. On the set of a movie scene. Right. All right. Well, again, the website is Swim, Bike, Run, Photo. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Swim, Bike, Run. 
Uh, also on Instagram, it's outdoor type 75, really good follow. So I really recommend if you are a listener, follow Brian on those social media platforms. Uh, what's, uh, what's, what's the next, uh, race you're, you're taking pictures of? I don't know. We're still trying to figure that out. Trying to figure that yeah, out. Yeah. So but, I know you're you know, meeting with Kathy and Lisa and yep. we're going to figure that out. Okay, yep. cool. But uh, if anybody else has other races yeah. that uh, they want to hire us for, we're, you know, we're, our calendar has some uh, openings in it and, yeah. uh, We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, well, he's he is the, the, the best in the business. So uh, I really appreciate you, you, you joining us. Again, the website is Swim, Bike, Run, Photo. Uh, it's Brian Knight. Thanks, Thanks a lot, man. guys. I appreciate it. All right, there he goes. It's Brian Knight from Swim, Bike, Run, Photography. This is Pace Nation. We're going to take a quick break and be right back after this. All right. Thanks again to Brian Knight from Swim, Bike, Run Photography for joining us here. Uh, we will let the audience know when everybody's heading out to the Shenandoah to do the uh, mm-hmm. the dog meetup. Well, we do this in typical uh, Pace Nation fashion. We'll record on Thursday and we'll say we're going on Saturday <laughs> right, so right. that on Monday you can listen and find out that you missed out. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, uh, he'd so be on the lookout for that. Maybe that's the next happy hour, but... Uh, you know, stay, stay, stay <laughs> he just in studio. He, he we we kind of backtracked a little bit and said uh, we when won't bring everybody. <laughs> when he's out of here, I can. Uh, it's easy. Yeah. Uh, it's easy to be confrontational when he's out. Hey, of here. listen, listen. He's gonna he's gonna invite the three of us out there. Uh, we're just gonna take a big van. Yep. So everybody meet us in the corner <laughs> in Clarendon. <laughs> yep. And uh, yeah, he'll he'll be fine. Yeah. There's once we're out van. there, what's he gonna do? Turn us away. <laughs> Well, he was at the last happy hour at the Shake Shack on Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. along with a number of our other listeners. So thanks to everybody for joining us. Uh, it was a great, great time. Uh, yeah. Really enjoyed everybody. Everybody who was there. Everybody who was there. No, everybody uh, who was there. Who everybody was there. Mm-hmm. Um, so Joanna wasn't there, though. Mm-hmm. Well, this Joanna, the other Joanna. Oh, was. Jo- oh the yeah, other jo- a Joanna was, was there. there. Yes, so yeah. I feel like I was covered. Well, what happened? Well, I hate to tell you this, but a happy hour is between five and seven. Yeah, that's so true. So at seven fifteen, I went home. Right. Okay. Wait, you were there until seven fifteen. Yes. But yeah, it it is kind of a a misnomer. Maybe that's not the right word. <laughs> but happy hour. It's not really a happy hour. It's like a get together after the fun run. We should we should work on the wording then. Yeah. Words are important. But mm-hmm. we we had the times. I mean, we said when people were going to be there. Do you want to do this on air or off the air? <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's do it on the air. Um I'm a big fan <laughs> of that. Well, to be fair, except when I was sick, I've never missed a happy hour and I have mm-hmm. showed up to them, but mm-hmm. that hasn't always been the case with my co-host. So mm-hmm. I've been at work for a long day. Mm-hmm. I had a manager's meeting in the morning, which means I left my house at 6.50 a.m. And when it got to be 7.15, I wanted to go home. All right. That's fair. Well, you were missed. But she's talking about you. I haven't missed one. Well, yeah, I know. I, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm trying to diffuse it here. <laughs> I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to debate anything she said there. She's right. The happy hour is generally a little earlier. So, um, well, I, I'll just say it was a great time. Maybe we try to do one a little earlier uh, in the in the coming months. Uh, thanks for everybody who joined. I really enjoyed um, sitting down with. Uh, it was it was Docs and Charlie, List. Julia, uh, Steve, uh, Stephen. Who uh, was your new very best funny, friend? Very funny, uh, Joanna, 
and uh, Brian. I think that was the crowd that we sat down. That that was at, the at crowd the end of the night, yeah. who stayed till the to the bitter end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, want to thank uh, Alan uh, from Shake Shack. Uh, he hooked us up with a couple beers and good time. So it was a really big event. I mean, on Valentine's Day, the yeah. the, the different running clubs represented no doubt i showed up uh at clarendon because originally when we talked about this mm-hmm. uh and and this is shame on me for following the plan right because the original plan we were all going to run like you were going to run from from uh your store farley and i were going to run from clarendon and then come to find out that uh neither one of you guys was running but i stuck <laughs> stuck with it and i ran yep and it was a smaller crowd from the clarendon store but the other the other stores represented, and I, I still think that this is the coolest thing. Uh, the Pentagon Row store showed up. Yeah, even though there's no Pentagon Row <laughs> even store, though there's no Pentagon Row. They've got one of the strongest fun run groups. Yeah, yeah, no. So thanks, to, thanks to all them. So good night. Uh, we will uh, tweak it for next time and make sure that all hosts can uh, can make it. Um, and I've been guilty in the past of totally whiffing on happy hours, so I'm not throwing stones. Mm-hmm. Just to be clear. All right. We, I mentioned at the beginning of the show that there was a couple of people who gave us uh, high praise. For oh, this, I don't know. I don't know why we haven't been talking about yeah. this for the last forty-five uh, minutes. You know, I talked to Chris Lear uh, a couple of days ago. He was a, a previous guest on the show, and I'd say an authority kind of in this running space. I'd uh, say that. Yeah, he he's written a, uh, two running books, uh, and you know that we know of that we know of. Right? Yeah, he writes for. Uh, Runner's World, written for Running Times, for Let's Run. He's done a lot, uh, you know, a lot of uh, writing for uh, these pretty major publications within running. Uh, I talked to him a couple of days ago, and he said that he believes we have the best running podcast, hands down, out there. <laughs> of course we do. So I appreciate that from Chris. Yeah. Uh, he's a listener of the show, so that was really good to hear. Um, Tell me something else I didn't know. <laughs> uh, also, uh, at Love the Run You're With, uh, talk to a listener... And his family, Rob Kennedy, uh, he is a, a loyal Pacers fan, a loyal listener to the, to the show, met his wife, his daughter, they all listen, and he had very high praise, uh, and he tweeted in also. So thank you to, to Rob for uh, you know being part of the Pacers family and listening to the show. So love to hear the props. If you want to be mentioned on the show, I mean, this <laughs> is the way to get in on the show. Yeah. And we do appreciate you lifting us up because yeah. uh, we're all just really depressed. <laughs> <laughs> or is that just me? No. That, well, um, you, you're the one. You're not the one who's had the car problem. So I think Joanna and I mm-hmm. should be depressed. I also mentioned that there was some tire issues uh, a couple days ago. Let's flip a let's flip a penny. Right. Joanna, <laughs> Joanna right. go on a run and get a penny for us. Right. Uh, let's flip a penny to see who gets to tell, talk about their car troubles first. Well, I, I, I woke up. And I had, <laughs> Chris won. I had a, my, my new, uh, relatively new car had, a uh, the back, uh, passenger tire on the rim, just totally flat, mm-hmm. which sounds like, and, and tell me if the dealer told you this, mm-hmm. you had a flat tire and you guys kept driving it on a flat tire until you, until you wore it out. Possibly, possibly. <laughs> Isn't there a little light that comes on in your dashboard? Yeah, or? I ignore that. So, uh, so yeah, so the, the the tire was totally on the rim, undrivable. Uh, the car was undrivable. So at this point, at that point, so <laughs> we we had the we had the, the the roadside service come by. The guy puts the donut tire on there, and there Wait, was you a can't nail do this there. yourself. No, I mean come on. 
uh, these hands, they don't do that type of manual <laughs> oh labor. Uh, so the guy comes, changes it, puts the donut on, mm-hmm. and says, you know, um, says to actually my father-in-law says, you know, if you take it to the dealer, they're probably going to tell you to get an entirely new tire. Uh, so I wouldn't take it to the dealer. I don't. I, I totally blow through that uh, advice. Take it to the dealer, and they sure enough say you need a new tire. Two hundred and thirty dollars. Two hundred and thirty dollars for why a nail you on your tire. Yeah, why would for you do one that? tire? For one tire. Wow. Do you want to hear about my experience? Yes. So I, <laughs> it, it would just set me off. Like didn't start my week off very well. How much Please. was the car dealership charging for dog baths? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask. I should. Uh. <laughs> Uh, so for me, uh, when I come out of work on Sunday night, um, my car tire looks low. And then, um, when I, when I get into the car, the little light comes on. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I think I can make it home. I think I can make mm. it home. And of course, when I get home, it is a totally flat tire. Right. So, um, for the second time in two weeks, I had my car towed. <laughs> You had it towed for a flat tire. Wow. Yeah, because I don't have my car's too small. It doesn't have a spare, mm-hmm. so I c- I didn't ha- I just decided to have it towed. It doesn't have a spare. It doesn't have a spare. It's too small. It's, it's uh-huh. a little guy. So there's this great tire place that's um, less than a mile away from me. It's called Max Tire. It's on Florida Avenue, mm-hmm. and it's amazing. It's like they. I, I will say that they must have given you a hookup if we're actually <laughs> advertising for them on the show, because I I'm very against. You're anti I, that. I know you're against it, but we yeah. need to. We, yeah. Well, we this is one of those some run. those times when I'm like, do I tell people about this because I don't want other people going mm-hmm. there and, and yeah. spoiling it for me, but. <laughs> They were absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. This was like 15 minutes. They uh, plugged my tire. I had a nail in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, 15 minutes in and out. And you know how wow. much it cost me? I'm going to guess. $230. I'm going to guess $49.99. Fifteen dollars. Fifteen wow. bucks. Fifteen dollars. And if I had to have gotten a new tire, it would have been uh, $65. Yeah. Wow. I uh, Max Tire on Florida Avenue. And so they, but I mean, they just patched the existing tire. They patched the existing mm-hmm. tire. So Funny. I've got a confession to make, guys. Yes. Farley told I'm us. Upset. Farley told us that we we lost our edge. Uh, so I put a nail in each of your tires <laughs> last week. Because I, I do have to say, every time something goes wrong with my car, my first thought is, how did Docs do this? Uh, wow, fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. I, mean, I, 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 I I don't know if I can continue the show. I'm so angry. <laughs> Um, well, now you know how we felt. <laughs> well, good for you. I'm, I'm <laughs> glad to hear that. All right. Tell me the name of that place again. Max Tire. Okay, I'm going there next time. All right. I am now a loyal... Uh, Max Tireist? Loyal my, Max Tire fan, big time. So can I tell a flat tire story? Yes. I, I was down in Mexico once, and it was nighttime, and mm-hmm. we were driving down the road, mm-hmm. and we hit this huge cement block that was placed out in the road. And wouldn't you know it, there was a tire shop right where we had to pull off. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Said like mm. the best luck, right, yeah. guys? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, did that really happen? Yes. <laughs> it really did. How wow. much did they charge? They w- that was the worst thing about it was they were closed. <laughs> and, and so then we had to drive around. Uh, like we didn't have to, but the guy who was driving us made us. Uh, drive around for the rest of the night trying to find a place. And I was like, I just want to go back to the hotel. Please just <laughs> get us out of here. Um, but that's another story. Well, I, I wanted to, if you guys will let me, uh, I got I got another story that's a little bit unrelated. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, we've talked about uh, 
millennials a lot in the um, in the store and maybe a little bit on the show. We've talked about it on the show. Are are, are high it's schoolers fair game. are high schoolers millennials? Uh, the seniors and juniors are, and the freshmen and sophomores are. Uh, is are that in true? A I don't know. All right. Well, <laughs> it's he's, he's, he sounds like he knows what he's talking about. I've got a buddy, and I'm not going to say their names because I, I don't want to uh, totally out the story, but I, I want to tell this story because uh-huh. it, it, it irritated me, okay? Ooh. So he's a high school coach, and he coaches a varsity sport, and they had a playoff game, match, whatever, on Tuesday. Well, if you're not going to tell us what sport it is, we can very easily figure this out now. Who's in the playoffs? Well, it was a area well, that, high school. That will require yeah. research. Well, yeah. So, you know. So if you're that interested, yeah. An area then, high. then good for you, and then you should. Area high school. Mm-hmm. So one of the athletes mm-hmm. texted the coach on Monday and said, Coach, I'm not going to be at practice tonight. I'm going to the Thunder versus Wizards game. Coach responds, we have a playoff match tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Kid responds, yes, but family came home and surprised us with tickets. Coach responds, you will not participate in this match tomorrow if you are not at practice today. Kid responds, okay. <laughs> Is he a star player? A star player. I mean, how, I mean, again, I, I don't want to get in specifics, but it just mm-hmm. irritated me so much I needed to get, get it off my chest. I felt uh-huh. so bad for my friend. I mean, what world do you not participate as a, as a contributing member of a team? Got to go to practice if you want to play. And, 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 the, and, and the you got to learn that. Your, the, your friend did the right thing. That's, that's and he what didn't the coach... Play, and he didn't, he didn't participate. Did in, they win? In the activity. And and they ultimately, I mean, you know, it, it, in this... The results don't matter. The result wasn't favorable. The result wasn't favorable for yeah. my, my friend. But then the kid should feel bad that he let his team down. I'm not sure he does. Hmm. And this is what irritated me. I, I literally... For the Wizards? <laughs> I mean, I love the Wizards. They are one of the hottest teams in the NBA, uh, no doubt. Ooh, I actually, you know what's funny is uh, I tried to give you a ticket to that, that game. That game, mm-hmm. exactly. And instead I gave it to this kid. <laughs> <laughs> true story. He did but try to I be. also think, it to be true. honest, that like the parents are a little should be included in the conversation as well because they're yeah. the ones who also didn't think it was important for this kid to go to practice. And for the kid to know and the parents to know that they weren't going to be able to participate in this activity this playoff type activity yeah well i mean but that's the, that's the right life lesson and and i think that the the coach says okay well if, if you know we have rules here and you have to go to practice in order to participate in the game and if you skip the practice like that then you won't and i'm glad that he followed through even though he was everybody a good, else good yeah contributor to the team i mean one of the worst things that we do is is uh reward bad behavior and i, I think this yeah. was the right right decision I don't think you should be upset about uh, what the result because it, it, the the end end thing is this kid's gonna always say like well I chose to do something for myself over right. uh, sacrificing for the team, the team that's been together for months and months sure in the biggest match of the year what did the, what did his teammates say yeah I, that's it, what I'm curious about I, you know what the problem I think the teammates really didn't the teammates should have. They destroyed should have been like, texting guy. him and been yeah. like, dude, where what, are you? What are you doing? They Even should... in, in high school musical, they all went to practice. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> I don't know I just, that one. It just, it just irritated me um, very much. And I felt bad for my, my friend who's the coach. And I, I, I hate to, the, the, to generalize the, the uh, generation or talk I think about millennials. I, I don't think, think that's the right yeah, thing to do. Yeah. I, because I don't... I don't I, th- I think that's the wrong connection, and I, I think that's very dangerous to yeah, to I agree uh, to to describe a whole group of people that way. I just think that this kid, you know, made a decision, right. and and he's going to have to live with it. And hopefully, uh, when he has a podcast, he <laughs> he talks about, yeah, you know, I didn't do this once, and boy, right. I learned my lesson. Uh, didn't think about it at the time, but that really, you know, later on in life, I realized, you know, what I did. Blah blah blah. Gives him the right reinforcing the right things. Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad you guys agree with me. I appreciate it. I feel a little better about the situation. Now I don't think I've you got. should be upset about it yourself. I think yeah. you should just kind of look at it and kind of shake your head and be like, well, that's too bad. But, I, I mean, we talk about our high school glory days. Mm-hmm. I mean. Do all of us? Noel, <laughs> Docs and I do. In, in, the, in the wink of a young girl's eye. Yeah. Glory I mean, days. I mean, you know, you, you, he probably doesn't understand the magnitude of the mistake well, at I, moment, but, but but at the same time, it, it might not be that big of a deal for him. Could could be. All right, this is Pace the Nation. This podcast is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area DC locations. Pacers Running is for every run. Also, we have a location in Princeton, New Jersey. So go up to, when you're up in Princeton, New Jersey. Check us out on Seven Palmer Square. Uh, this podcast also is brought to you by the book Like Father, Like Son. Matt Sensowitz's autobiography. Uh, we appreciate you guys purchasing it, including Ryan, who uh, got to see his book delivered yesterday. So uh, keep buying those books. We will have them in store, I would say, at the end of this week, if not early next week. Ryan, did a truck deliver it or did a person in a truck deliver it? <laughs> it was a person in a truck. Good mm. question, though. Mm. Oh, my God. They have sidewalk drones in D.C. now. Are they delivering? Keep going. They're, so they're little, um, they're about the size of a small suitcase. You could probably mm-hmm. check it on a flight and put it in the overhead. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has Except little, it doesn't belong to you. It doesn't belong to you. Mm-hmm. And it has six wheels and a little flag. And it, it makes deliveries of groceries and other packages around the city. And it waits at crosswalks. And then it goes across the crosswalk. And it's super cute. Joanna, what prevents somebody from picking it up and putting it in the back of a car? Um, so it has nine security cameras and there uh-huh. is somebody that is watching the camera to see what's happening to the little robot. And uh-huh. it also has a distress signal. So if somebody messes with it or picks it up, mm-hmm. it will send a distress call to the other robots. <laughs> wow. For real? Yes. The other robots will come save it? I don't get it. Like what are the other I robots going to do? That's what it said online. Yeah. And and so, like, who's using this thing? I don't know. I have no idea. Well, it says that grocery stores can use them, and then um, it's kind of like a courier service. So mm-hmm. if you needed to send documents to another yeah, um, exactly. office or something, you could send them um, that way. This sounds like the robot from the Americans at the FBI building. It's similar. Except smaller. Yeah. Because you couldn't put that thing in the overhead bin. No. Mm-hmm. This is a little guy. And also, that was a, that, Farley, that was how the Russians got to us. Mm. through that robot so i gotta i gotta catch up on my americans americans is good mm. we were talking about binge watching tv shows at the, happy, at hour. the happy hour yeah do you remember what shows you are on your list now that you're I, gonna watch I've, I've written them down yeah <laughs> i don't remember them though good girls revolt no that wasn't one of them <laughs> uh joanna what so that would be your that would be your suggestion because farley asked everybody what show 
Uh, oh, well, what I think you should binge watch right now is The People vs. O.J. Simpson. If you haven't already seen that. No, I, ha- I haven't. I Actually, I, I would enjoy that. I yeah. have not seen that. Did you get through all of um, Making of a Monster? No, Making a Murderer. Making, making of a Murderer. Murder. Yeah, no, Making of a Murderer. I didn't. No. Okay, no. well, hopefully you get through all of O.J. Yeah. Simpson. O.J. Simpson. I, I think I would. That's the... That's the one. That's not OJ. OJ made in America. I saw that. That was an ESPN documentary. Yeah, this isn't the thirty for thirty. Yeah, this is okay. uh, this is gotcha. different. This yeah. is the one where Cuba Gooding Jr. plays OJ. That's right. Yeah, that's right. All right. Finally, I mentioned at the top. Uh, we have the sweatshirts coming. Thanks for all your feedback. We have a new design for the sweatshirts. Very excited about that. Uh, I'm trying to secure the actual brand of sweatshirt right now. Okay. But I'm going to tell you this. It's going to be limited. And how many we make. So when I say they are available, there's only going to be a few available. Mm-hmm. So get them fast. It'll be a limited edition. Can, can we up that to a couple few? A couple few <laughs> will be available. Uh, it won't be like the podcast shirt, mm-hmm. which we had almost unlimited qu- quantities yeah. of. And I'll be honest, and I hate I hate uh, throwing my marketing idea out like right. this. I like the idea of having limited one-time only things mm-hmm. because in 10 years, like I said, I'm telling you this again, 10 years, no more happy hours. Mm-hmm. 10 years, they're going to be Pace the Nation conventions. <laughs> yes. And you want to be walking around the Pace the Nation convention in 10 years wearing your limited edition sweatshirt. Absolutely. Now, I don't, the first run, a first edition. Yeah, yeah, first edition. No, the only one. We're not making, like, it'll be something different. Like, later on, it'll be, like, a different, okay, that, so then it'll be first edition, yeah. I get what you're saying here. And I don't want I don't want this to sound like QVC, okay? <laughs> uh, that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to get excited. That's all. Well, Sorry, Farley. And we do still have the Pace Nation t-shirt available online. You can buy it. Uh, just like Taryn did uh, today, bought a uh, Pace Nation tea. So get yours uh, today while those quantities are still still out there. Nice work, Taryn, or whoever stole your identity. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> exactly. All right, good show, guys. Episode number ninety-four in the books. Thank you to Brian Knight of Swim, Bike, Run Photography for joining us today in studio. Look forward to seeing you at a future Pacers running race. Thank you to Joanna. Thank you to Docs. That's me. Thank you to you, the listener. That's you. I appreciate you, Kelly, the intern. And for Pace the Nation, I'm Chris Farley. We will see you next week.
a great shot. That is a great shot of this kid. This kid, that's my nephew. Oh, You're yeah. kidding. Yeah. Stores and all this kind of... <laughs> wow. Lisa Reeves just ran into the window... Like but, she was a but, fly. Yeah, what would you what would you say that that, that was kind of like like she's an octopus that you throw up against the window? No, that's like a fly who didn't see the. Uh, oh, she's the, like a a bird that flew in. Yeah, the bird that flew in the window didn't yeah. see that it was a it was an actual window. That thought that's, she was flying. That's probably more accurate. Right. Yeah. Wow. I don't know what. And Brian Knight is now iPhone picturing. Picturing. It. Yeah. Uh, uh, now Lisa wants in. Wow. It was like it was like a fly who ran into the or a bird who ran into Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. That scared the heck out of me. All right. Scared you all. Yeah. <laughs> I I saw you running up, but I didn't say anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yep. kept your secret. Okay, thank you. Yeah. I've got a buddy and I'm going to protect their anonymity. Mhm. And what what does that mean? I I've got a buddy <laughs> and I'm going to Protect his anonymity. Anonymity. You're gonna protect it all. Wow. It's I've got a buddy, a, and I'm gonna guy. protect his anonymity. 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 This is like in Finding Nemo when he yeah. says, tries to say "see anemone." <laughs> I can't even say that. Uh, all right. 